0: Welcome everybody to episode number forty-eight of the Third Side Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Tyler, joined as always by our three co-hosts. Let's start with Mike. Mike, how are you doing this week?
1: <laughs> a lot better than Grammy's. Guys,
0: let's go to Graham. Graham, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing awesome, guys. Like well I was talking about, it. I started playing hockey last week, and I had a game last night. And I not only did I beat my roommates' team, but I got two goals and assists. Which was very awesome.
0: nice. That's better than you do in video game hockey. So, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, if only um, I
1: could contribute that to the digital world. Yeah, life would be even
2: better.
0: And finally, Eugene, how are you doing this week?
2: I'm doing great because I have no idea what's going on in the hockey world this week.
0: Yeah, cool. I don't really either because hockey's
1: over. It's baseball season. How right, are you so. doing, Tyler? Is the uh, question. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, how I'm, are you I'm, feeling? I'm
0: I'm pretty you decent. Know? It is baseball season, and the Twins are over 500, so I'm happy with that in may because last year this time they were pretty much eliminated so all right um i want to remind you well first of all i want to say if you're listening on the respawn network on either xbox culture or playstation culture first of all thank you for listening welcome to the community and uh if you want to join in you can head over to facebook you over to the third sun gaming podcast forums that is t-h-i-r-d-s-u-n gaming Uh, podcast forums right when you're there you can submit questions for the show to be read on the show if they're read during our discussion segment you're entered to win our monthly prize and on top of that next month for e3 we're going to have a lot more in terms of prizes to give away some pretty cool stuff that we have in mind and uh, later in the show we'll be talking a little bit about some plans that we have for e3 as well so if you're listening as part of the respawn network Thank you so much, and uh, please go head on over to Facebook and join that community. You can also follow us on Twitter, at ThirdSunGaming. Uh, again, at uh, all spelled out, T H R D S U N Gaming, and join the conversation there as well. Let's head into the news this week. Uh, a lot of the kind of little stories, but uh, we'll, we'll tackle them all here. First off, a new Need for Speed game is on its way to shows this year. Features offline single-player, which is different from what we had previously. I he think they
1: need, that? I think they need to be rescued this franchise because yeah. I think it's been dwindling more and more. So they need something new and get people in. So they're hoping this will do it. So we'll see. I'm not yeah. big into these games. I don't know about you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, anybody
0: we're... else? I mean, Mike. I know you like these games kind of back in like 2010, 2011.
3: Yeah, um, Need for Speed uh, Most Wanted was a really, really, really good game back on the 360, and uh, Hot Pursuit Hot was a suit. lot of fun yeah. online. And actually, the last one that's still not the not this new one with the stupid story and stuff like that on the, based on the movie, but the one before that with the with the cops, you know, and the racers and stuff like that. It was still mm-hmm. a really good game, open world. and it was a lot of fun. Um, it, you know. I don't know what else they could possibly do with it. I mean, you know, the Fast and the Furious, they, they have their they have their um, you know, their know souped-up rice mobiles and stuff like that, and it, it works for their franchise, but it doesn't exactly appeal to the masses who are not hardcore into, you know, modding their cars. And, and I think that they should probably come up with something a little more towards the cops and robbers thing. Like maybe, hey, there's an idea, you know, maybe now instead of just, you know, getting on the getting on the highway and having to outrun the cops when they're coming up behind you, maybe you need to get to a spot, you know, rob the bank. The cops are just going around looking for, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden the icon comes up. There's been a 211 at, you know, Union Bank or something like that. And then, you know, they and then they got a beat on you and then they got to go take down the car that's got the cash. So, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe something like that. I mean, he might as well go like a Wild West too, with horses and buggies, because everybody else is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. We'll get to that later in the show. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed those, those games too. Um, Hot Pursuit and writing that kind of that time era uh, yeah. of Need Speed, I thought were really good. And I think this this kind of points to a return to that. Yeah, you know, I wrote a, a a quick story for uh, Xbox Culture, which you can find. there kind of summing up the blog post that EA put out. And ghost games the developer put out uh, talking about that this game will be out this fall and the fact that you have online uh, um, it's uh, not always online for single-player again you can actually pause the game which you actually could not do in the last need for speed game you could not pause the game so that's a huge improvement they did talk about the the cops theme and how it's it's kind of returning back to that era where there could be some really cool stuff going on, like there could be a street race, and all of a sudden, cops show up with like a rhino, um, to uh, yeah, oh. to uh, to intervene, and it's, it becomes chaos. So things like that are, I think, will make this game really cool again, and make it a viable competitor to your your standard racing games, not like Forza,
2: like Danger Zone.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. So, <coughs> Did you hear whole, all the? Yeah. go ahead, Sorry, Go ahead. No, no, did ahead. you hear all about all the, the, the hype and everything behind the new Hot Wheels expansion for Forza 3? People were just raving and raving and yeah, raving about
0: it. Yeah, I did, and I think that's a
3: cool concept. Yeah, yeah, it was implemented great. It, you know you know how they do it. it, it yeah. uh Turn 10 does is clean as a whistle and not buggy. Yep. Nice. Yeah, they, they
0: do a really good job with everything they do. Um, and whether or not you like the, uh, you know, the the standard track aspect of the of your like forza proper versus horizon or not you know that's up to you but there's no doubt the games are well done every single time so uh it's really exciting to hear more about forza 7 actually as we head towards e3 but for those fans that need this need for speed like myself this is actually really cool and something i'm looking forward to hearing more about so up next the windows store has added the ability to remotely install apps to the xbox one so you're on the go, and suddenly decide out of nowhere you want Netflix. You can do that, and uh, right. have it installed when you come home.
3: Go ahead. Already do that through Xbox.com.
0: Right. It's just adding it through the Windows Store now.
3: Okay. So,
0: um, yeah, just another feature, I guess. I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? Did
3: you yeah, Did you see Did you see the new um, the new uh, Xbox One guide? Now, when you if you're playing a game and you hit the 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 big button the jewel uh, on here. the right-hand right-hand side, it pops out like it would do on the left when you brought up that, to whatever you call that on the side. I can't, I can't remember what they called it, mm-hmm. but now it just pops up and you can still see your game screen.
0: Yeah. That's cool.
3: Yeah. yeah. I
1: like it.
0: Mm-hmm. So most of the improvements that we're seeing on Xbox are good. And I guess yeah. we'll see, you know, remember last year at E3, they talked about kind of the, the things that were coming in the fall and we kind mm-hmm. of saw those roll out month by month by month. And I'm, I'm guessing we'll see kind of a a blanket statement about everything that's coming in the next, you know, six to eight months. e three next month, which is actually only a month away now. Yeah. But, I, I wonder with
1: the release of Scorpio, are they going to come with a whole new um, operating system? Like a new dashboard or whatever? Oh man, that would be a huge mess for them.
0: I don't think so. I think they've invested so much into this right now. And the whole idea is to integrate it with Windows 10. And they're getting closer and closer to that. So I don't see a new operating system at all. I just see them continuing on the path that they're going with.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I I think so. Basically a modified Windows 10. I mean, when the Scorpio comes out, it'll probably be even closer to to Windows 10 and then have a lot more power. And that's when you more than likely see the picture in picture. We may see it in E3 when they unveil the
1: Scorpio. I certainly hope so. Don't Uh, worry, it'll come back. Tell me it will come back.
0: (laughs) It will, Graham. They, they've already said it's coming back, so just chill.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Okay.
0: All right. Rumors state that the new Far Cry game will release in September and have a spaghetti western setting. And I don't know. Yeah. Like, are are Is, you guys interested in this?
3: This interests yes. me greatly. Yes. It'll I time after, for two till Red Dead comes out. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. ever since
2: Red Dead and we saw that how a... Uh, because I, I think everyone was great even when Red Dead came out. They're like, well, how's a Western game going to work? But they, they did it right. And, and I trust Ubisoft with uh, with the Far Cry series. I, I love the Far Cry series. I've played it since Far Cry 2. Uh, Far Cry uh, Blood Dragon it was an awesome uh, uh, you know kind of spinoff title too. So to see that they're touching the Western genre, I, I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, as long as they do it right. But I, I really think that there might be a lot of competition too. Ah, uh, with Reddit coming out soon, um, that it might overshadow
1: overshadow this game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So has Far Cry become like a yearly iteration now? Pretty it much. Seems like they've I been mean, coming out pretty well, actively the they're, now.
0: They're, there's been games put out about every year and a half now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I mean,
2: they, Ubisoft's just known. I mean, they they did it with Assassin's Creed, and you know, Assassin's Creed kind of died down. Uh, so now they're investing in Far Cry, but. Far Cry Primal, I I I bought that I think at Black Friday. Um, mm-hmm. I still haven't even played it yet, uh, but I love Far Cry Three, Far Cry Four were both great games. Um, so if they can make another iteration, I don't know if this will be the. Uh, it definitely won't be Far Cry Five. Uh, it'll be another spinoff title, kind of like Far Cry Primal or Blood Dragon. But mm-hmm. uh, if they do it right, then I, I don't mind it at all. Uh, I, I don't think they can really mess it up either. They've they've all their Far Cry games have uh, been great. Uh, they haven't really messed up one yet.
3: Eugene, right. yeah. I, I take it you're a Westerns fan as far as the video games go?
2: I'm a huge spaghetti Western fan and a macaroni Western fan. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really. No, uh, that's, a, that's a real term. I, I had to Google what a spaghetti uh, Western was, and in, in Wikipedia the first link was like, oh, spaghetti Westerns, also known as macaroni Westerns. Uh, but no, <laughs> I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a Western fan, but... Man, I loved Red Dead so much. I really didn't think uh, with the the horse riding and everything, and the way they uh, the missions were set up. But man, they they just made it really interesting. Uh, the way they had the mission set up with the uh, kind of Mexican history and um, yeah. just riding around. I I would just go in that game and ride around a horse and and hunt animals, and that game was just perfect, almost. Uh, and I and that's coming from somebody that did not like Grand Theft Auto. Not a big Grand Theft Auto fan at all, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Red Dead did it right, so I'm excited to see what uh, Ubisoft can do. Especially since I'm a I'm a pretty big Far Cry fan, to see what they can do with the Western genre. Sure.
3: Well, for the for the people that are out there that are Western fans, there is a hidden gem that's backwards compatible. It's called Call Col- Juarez Gunslinger. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. And then especially when you get into the duel and you go to matrix mode and all that kind of stuff, that 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 game is pretty fun. That's yeah, that worth the five bucks. Dual or yeah. western yeah
0: yep all right so let's move on to the next story the actor moving on to playstation actually the actor who plays kratos in god of war hinted at a 2018 release for the game in his twitter bio so again you know we talk all the time about playstation shows games at e3 that are years away and this mm-hmm. is another example of that so we're going to see it two plus years after they show it off at, at E3. So, thoughts on this? Still excited for it? Do, do you think the time is fair?
3: I It's just one of those things where I don't care until it gets close. You know, it's yeah. like South Park. You know, yeah. it's still got a release date of, of uh, New Year's Eve 2017. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, I, I don't care about games that are coming out in 2018 when we got September and October and November coming up now with, you know... Past E3, and that's what I care about right now. You know, that's over the hill and through the woods. So,
1: yeah, because yeah. well, why get excited for something that it's not going to come out for a while? And because who knows, it could get delayed too. too. Like you yeah. just be setting yourself. Oh up come on! Did, did
3: you not did you not see the conference last year? <laughs> you know, they yeah. they start showing stuff and everybody's getting all assed up and sc- screaming and crying like it's an Elvis concert. And then at the very end, it says coming in 2019, and they all just lose their shit. They're like, <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, coming like, sometime in the future. I mean, well,
2: let, let's talk about what, what's the cartoony Disney-looking game that's been on Xbox that we've been talking about every year for, like, the last three years.
0: Right, and, that, and, that's, and that's and that's Cuphead, and that's fair, but that's also an indie title. That's not a major AAA release that you're banking,
2: yeah. you know, I mean, we're just PlayStation bashing right now. I mean, and God of War is, is not, a great
3: problem. Not at all, because this is exactly what happened. I don't defend... South Park. I don't defend the Cuphead, you know. I don't defend anybody who doesn't no. deserve it, and it's just retarded how, you know, they go to uh, the conference.
2: A and- title like a uh, God of War. I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, 2018, it, I think, is a, a fair year. It, is. Is it was announced in 2016 and is-
3: 2018. Since since we're all bashing on PlayStation, the problem is is that they showcase things that are not coming out for years. Okay. So-
0: so here, here's my take, and and I'll and I'll say this in favor of them, that I think it's better to not say a date until you got something concrete in mind. Uh, you know, the, uh, unlike what South Park did, and say we're coming out holiday 2016, and then all of a sudden delay it by a year. you maybe, a maybe maybe it, it might be a 2018 game for all we know because they don't have a concrete release date on that game yet. So. Yeah. And when they come out with one, are you really going to believe it? So, yeah, right. So, I'll say, say, I'll say
1: that for them. Example him. of this, too. And I'm not yeah. jumping on the Bash PlayStation train, but that was There's a.
3: There's no PlayStation Bash tray, PlayStation train. No. It's what happened last E3. It's yeah. literally what happened on video. But, here, I mean, here's,
0: but here's what I'll say, and, and Eugene, I'll, I'll let you go ahead after. Sorry. But the. Uh, it's not a bash playstation thing it's what they do they come out and they show all these games because all they want to do is, is quote win e3 and they they come out and they show all these games that aren't coming out for years and years and years and they know they're not coming out for years and years and years and then the igns of the world and everybody else is like sony's the winner and at, at the end yep. when these games aren't coming out for a long time and pretty much everything microsoft shows has an announced release date within the next 18 months. And Cuphead, yes, is an exception to that. But that had a, an announced release date of, like, spring 2017 yeah. or something. and it, Or no, originally I think it was spring 2016. And it's mm-hmm. just kept getting delayed. And those those things are going to happen. But God of War's <laughs> never been delayed.
2: But it yeah. also, there wasn't a concrete release date either. No one's put no. out a release date or anything. It was but, just, but, hey, we're right. working on this game. Here's, like the first 20 minutes of gameplay. Sure. That's all it was.
0: And that's, and that's fair, but the, the critique is, and I think the critique is fair too, that Sony just wants to win E3 every year, so they like go out and they, they blow the entire load they have of everything that's coming out in the next five years. Mm-hmm. So everybody will stand up and, and put their hands on their head and like cry over it. But I, I, I and, think
2: that's okay to do for a staple PlayStation title. I mean, God of War helped build the PlayStation. Whenever God of War came out on PS2, and same thing with Last of Us when Last of Us came out on PS3, it, it's a staple. It's so the only reason, reason I PlayStation. bought PlayStation. Originally. I mean, yeah, it, and, and that's that's. I mean, it's catering to a fan base, but I mean, why listen to an actor that just puts in his bio? I mean, 2018. That's just something that an actor put in his bio. It's nothing that Sony Santa Monica put out. No, exactly, day. but
0: he's probably in the know of he, when he that game's is. coming out. So, you know, oh, really on any him. other speculation. Yeah, it's on totally on him. And that, that's a leak that probably shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the conversation here has turned to, you know, is I'd prefer to see games at E3 that are coming out either this year or next year. Don't show me your next eight years of development cycle just so you can mm-hmm. say you won. And I think that's I, a fair point.
3: And they also showed Last Guardian, I believe, which came out this year.
2: Well, yeah, they, they totally flopped, because they're like October 15th or whatever, and then it came out in December, it came out two months later, even you know, though we've th- we been be, waiting like eight years.
3: It would be really, really, really simple if they just did what theaters did, coming to a theater soon
1: near you. <laughs> yeah. So just coming to a yeah. PlayStation
3: soon near you.
1: Even that one no. zombie game, I forget, the, I forget the title of it, but we didn't oh, see yeah. any date for that game. We haven't yeah. heard anything of it.
0: And that was a game we saw twice in their conference.
1: Yeah, that's true. What game
0: is this? Remember the one that uh, the one that was rumored to take the the place the dive, of I don't know. of Red Dead Two at the end when when they thought they were going oh, to. Like Red Red dead dead, dead it, was it was originally
2: called was, yeah. like Dead Don't Ride. Yeah, the or something guy was like just that. fighting
0: all like yeah. of things coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we we haven't heard a thing about that. I'm sure we'll see more of it this year at E3. But and and just for everybody out there, we're not like it's hacking Sony. It's just they they have different strategies for how they they go about e3 i prefer hearing about games that are coming out in the next 18 to 24 months rather than games that are coming out years and years and years down the road Mm -hmm. and that's just personal preference i also last year in our snap judgment like right after e3 all the conferences were done i said sony won i thought they had a better conference and so, so that's you know I want to be fair, and, and I'm not I'm not this is not so I'm, I'm making a point this is not an attack Sony thing.
1: No, but as you're talking this, I'm thinking of other games too, like Death Stranding. There's another example.
0: That one is the ultimate example, though they prayed out Kojima to get everybody excited, and that's fair. Right. But this game might come out honestly in 2020.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, or the next console iteration.
0: It might Glad be PlayStation. Agree, I, I
2: really think it will be the next console. It's probably
0: going to be no. I, I can actually. I'm going to say right now that Death Stranding is is not going to be a PlayStation 4 release. Or if it is, it's also going to be, be a play. It's going to be a PlayStation 5 release as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it just might overlap. It might overlap. But Death Stranding will be a PlayStation 5 release. It's. I'll make that call right now, and I think yeah. I. I don't think it's wrong to do that. I just disagree with it. I, I would rather see games that
3: are coming out in the
0: next year and a half. Yeah, that's all. So, yeah, but you know
3: what? And, and it's not and it's not bashing for me either because I give credit where credits due. You know, 2013, mm-hmm. 2014, You know, like well, PlayStation smoked Microsoft. You know, oh, yeah. And then last year, I'm like, wow, Microsoft really took took it to them. And then all of a sudden, I cut the IGN. PlayStation wins. What? <laughs>
1: you know? Yeah. That was kind of my reaction, too.
0: I know. And it's like, so, so it's not even like, a, oh, it's really close. It's like, oh, my God, it's the greatest conference in the history of, video game, of E3. And literally, that's what it turns into. And it, it's just kind of, you know, take a step back and look at it for what it is. Microsoft's strategy has clearly been to say, if, if for the last couple of years, since Phil Spencer took over, their E3 strategy has been, we're going to talk about games that are coming out this year or next.
3: Yeah.
0: Period. Did they? Like they, that they could have run a, a sizzle reel on Halo Six last year.
3: They didn't. Yeah, but uh, but, um, anybody want to say this for me, Beth Seta? Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda. Bethesda. <laughs> Thank you. Um, came out on the Microsoft stream uh, instead of the PS PS stream for whatever reason. Said, started talking about Fallout and said, you know, we'll be available in two months. And everybody's like, no, you know. So that's kind of cool. That's what I want to see. This will be available in two months. This will be available in three months, you know? I, I don't want to see this is going to be available in 2019. or For some reason, everybody's got a boner for the year 2032. Um, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. Just... I don't know. All space movies or futuristic movies now are using twenty thirty two as a as a target date for something. Right. Anyways, um yeah, so it's not bashing Sony just calling it now I see it.
2: So can can we yeah. can we go back to the like the subject at hand? Is that a cool year for God of War to come out because that's what the new story was about. I mean twenty eighteen, that's that's do you think it's gonna come out next year?
0: I do. I, I'd, I'd be so, I'd be really surprised if we saw Eddie three of this games coming out this year. I, yeah. think we'll I, see the, I think it we'll see the. I think we'll see the. We'll see the zombie game this year, and I, for, Day, I can't days be, gone. Yeah, days gone. We'll days see gone. that this year. I bet. We'll think see so. that this fall. I do. We better.
1: But we haven't heard anything about it. So for it just come out this fall, I don't know. I'd be surprised, but it could happen. Because like Bethesda, with when they announced Fallout Four, I think that was like one of the best reveals ever. It was, it like, was like within four or five months. months, wasn't it? Yeah, two months. But well, it came out in November.
2: November mm-hmm. from June, so yeah,
0: Mm-hmm. yep, so, all right, cool. So, we all think kind of 2018, well, can I so. All right, let's move on. Uh, Phil Spencer, head of Microsoft, uh, responded to a tweet earlier this week about the Scorpio release timeline, stating that there were no issues and everything is smooth sailing for launch this holiday. So, good news for everybody looking forward to that console. By the way, there was like a garbage article printed this week, in my opinion, garbage. About the number of people that are like excited for Scorpio and PS4 Pro, and I think I think, man, I thought that article was misleading. I thought it was clickbait all the way around. It was on a bunch of different sites, and mm-hmm. uh, there's no way I would have written about this. Not not a chance. I, it, it was it was very much slanted, and it was like something like twelve percent of people are excited for or even know about Scorpio. Well, oh they only, fuck off. They only talked about it at e3 and the only circles that's really been talked about in so far are in like hardcore gaming websites
2: where, where, where did they get the 12 percent from like what, yeah, what their ass are they that's talking where they get it. it
0: their ass it's like sure. some study done and it clearly it's designed to make some point
2: The the mm-hmm. same the same for people sure. that get the statistics for uh the family feud
0: yeah pretty yeah. much yeah. so
3: i just i thought it was garbage and... How's it go 100% of the time, 70% of the time? He's always right? Is that, yeah, you know on, I don't know.
0: Sure. But, 70% but yeah, of the I know I it's it garbage. I think when they start talking about it more and when you start seeing the commercials run in the fall, that's when people are going to know about and they're going to get excited.
1: Yeah. So. Well, I'm sure E3 is going to be a, a huge boost to it because people are going to have like solid facts and solid numbers and then people will be getting way more excited for it.
0: Oh, for sure. And then, like I said, when the fall arrives and we start seeing commercials for it, then you're really going to see people get excited. And I would say, too, part of the reason that people aren't excited for it is that the adoption of 4K TVs isn't that high yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So a year or two from now, that's going to be a totally different story.
3: And just so people know, just so people know, I am running a Sony from 2010. I love my Sony, to, my Sony TV to, to death. 46-inch, works like a charm's a tank. Um, there are TVs now, like through Walmart, and it's actually a uh, Samsung. Right now, you can get a 43-inch Samsung that has HDR 4K for $330. I don't know yep. if the deal's still there. But it's $330. Um, I could deal with losing three inches for $330. No, yeah. I, I, I
2: saw a Samsung 4K no, is, that, is that an HDR for 600 yeah, yeah,
3: HDR. I made sure that I looked, at it was HDR.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, that, that HDR, uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I think it's like the K-series or something like K6000 or something. Uh, it's like not the latest HDR, but it's still HDR capable. And oh, like yeah. I saw, I think I saw the same one like that one. And then there's like a 60-inch 4K Samsung on clearance for like $600. It Is insane. Yeah, I
3: mean, now, now's a great time to act. I mean, it, and both of those have... A, the 60 has HDR too, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so shit, you know, time to jump in the pond. Oh, yeah. I'll, t-
0: I'll tell you guys out there there if you're looking for a 4k tv there's a great website out there called ratings.com and you just take the a out so it's mm-hmm. S.com that breaks down basically every aspect of a 4k hdr tv and like gives each each aspect ratings mm-hmm. so if you like watching sports primarily or gaming primarily it rates all of those things and then mm-hmm. gives you a composite rating for the tv at the end that's how I, that's one of the big things I used to make my decision. I'm super happy with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys
2: seen the, uh, Vizio announced the new E series and they showcased yeah. its HDR and it's, a uh, um, yeah, it pretty awesome. Uh, frame rates for gaming too. Yeah. Nice. And so.
0: the, and the P has really good frame rates for gaming. It, it's oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. All right, let's move on. So up next, uh, call of Duty zombies. If you're a fan of zombies, you are getting these zombies chronicles which is from Black Ops 3, correct, Uh, May 16th. So if you're really into zombies and Call of Duty, hey, take a look at it and
3: pick it up. Hey, look, Activision's making even more money by by doing that as a standalone. Hey, let's give credit for
2: Activision. Let's give credit to Activision. They announced this game like a week ago, and it's coming out within two weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so come on, co- everybody. And Follow Activision. But I'm sure yeah, it wasn't really true. hard because it was already no. developed, right? Yeah, it it's already, already a game that exists, But yeah. the thing yeah. is, people love the shit out of Zombies. Yeah, they so do. So this game will do well. I know it will, just mm-hmm. because it's Call of Duty Zombies. Because some but, people just buy the franchise just for the zombie mode.
0: Yep, and, and, oh, absolutely, and there's a lot of people that play just for that, and they buy the game because they have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, totally, Uh. pretty cool. Up next, and Star not, Wars, ba- yeah. yeah, go ahead, sorry.
2: So, so I was just going to say it's $30, not $60, so it's not even a full oh, yeah. retail price board.
0: Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Star Wars Battlefront 2, another game we're all excited for. Uh, Reportedly, it's going to have three times the content at launch of the original game.
3: Yeah, at launch. Yeah? Yeah. Well, first of all, there's going to be a single player, so that right there. Yeah, so that has a lot. Yeah, you can tack that on. And more than likely, you know, they have so many modes in that game that I don't think they need any more modes. Mm -hmm. But there'll probably be a lot more areas, you know? Well, you're also spanning the entire saga, too, uh, time-wise, versus
0: just the original trilogy. So there's so many more opportunities for maps and things like that, and just really cool maps. Skins, um, guns. yeah i think it's going to be really really fun uh, i'm looking yeah. forward to that game a big i hope
3: way. it i hope yeah. they put a little bit more into the leveling process besides just going up in numbers so, i think there will be know.
0: yeah i think there will be i think that's been the that's been the trend in shooters lately cuz call of duty's doing it too or something yeah so call like, like
2: yeah. In, in the other Battlefront, like, uh, so you just level up, there's not, like, unlockable weapons when you get... There is. Uh, unlock- I mean, it.
3: There are. But you there's just no... keep going up with a number, ding, 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 all the way to 60, and then, you know... But there's no classes. So there's no classes. Yeah. Uh, so, like, whatever you play... It's just an arbitrary number.
0: Yeah, you just level up no matter what, and, you know, un- everybody unlocks the same weapons at the same level, so there's yeah. no class difference or anything like that.
3: Right. Huh. That's probably what they're going to do, too, Tyler. It's probably going to be classes like in Battlefield. Yeah.
0: And I I, I, I love the way Battlefield's putting it together for this year. I'm actually really excited for the game. So hopefully it's not disappointing. Uh, All right. Microsoft is developing its own VR controllers that will be compatible with multiple Windows 10 VR headsets. And those are due out this fall. Anybody Mm -hmm.
3: excited
0: for that? I don't give
3: a shit about VR because it's going to pass like it did before. I don't Tell know, you. man.
0: I want, I want to see what Let's happens see. after Fallout 4 VR comes out. And I want to see if that's a game changer. Because it might be.
2: It's so do you toy, think that... Man. Just a toy. Do you think that this is maybe them jumping into VR? I mean, I, I know they made for the uh, Oculus, I think that... Didn't the Xbox One controller work for the Oculus or something? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, do you think this is them, like, hinting? That maybe they're going towards VR, or maybe there's a yeah, VR headset. And Phil Spencer What's actually... their
1: other VR headset they have, though? I forget what it was called, like the glasses. Oh,
0: that's not, that's not VR. That's augmented reality, and that's HoloLens. Oh, it's just augmented reality. Oh, yeah, Holo yeah works, HoloLens, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Didn't, so, but... Google, didn't Google can that their glasses?
0: I don't know. I'm not sure if they did or not. But hmm. I know Phil Spencer was on an interview with IGN a few months ago, And said that they're concentrating on VR for PC first, for Windows. Mm -hmm, And once they kind of master that, then they'll take a look at the Xbox space, but first they're looking at that you know, Windows ten gaming to to get it right there, because that's obviously where you have the hardware really designed for it. Yeah. Now we'll see if the story changes when Scorpio comes out, because they've made a point to say these console the Scorpio consoles VR ready.
1: Well, if the PlayStation 4 Pro can run vr and scorpio mm-hmm. is supposed to have way better specs yeah then yeah it's a no-brainer that it can run vr
0: mm-hmm. whether
1: they just want their vr to be better than playstation vr which it will be but i don't know if will be enough right
0: right so all right so we'll see i'm sure we'll hear more about this next month yeah uh, we'll be maybe not maybe not during the conference but like during the course of maybe I, not I maybe not during you. their maybe not during their press conference but over the course of the week we'll hear about it well, yeah, I'm
1: sure maybe. Bethesda for Fallout Four will be focusing on VR.
0: Mm-hmm. Eugene, what were you gonna say?
2: I, I was just gonna say I I, I bet you they, they're gonna they're gonna show something. Not not maybe like a full fledged like VR headset. This is for the Xbox Scorpio, but they're gonna show like kinda like they did with the Hollow ones, like this is the future and this is our vision. I just with don't wanna I don't
0: and want maybe them do say, it like HoloLens, though. Yeah, because Hollow ones
2: seem like because we haven't heard any, like, there's nothing about HoloLens right now, right? Like, it's not avail- like, available to, like, even developers or anything, right?
0: Um, no.
2: No, I mean, yeah. Not that I know of. It was just them, an inside project, you know?
0: Yeah, and I I felt that the HoloLens thing, when they did it in the conference, what, two years ago? It was really cool for a mm-hmm. couple of minutes. And then it bogged down their press conference. Right. Because they went out for ten minutes. It's like when EA brings Pele out. And Paley's really <laughs> cool, but then, you know, he's one of the greatest athletes ever, but then he's there for 15 minutes, and it just bogs down their entire press conference. So, you don't want to do that. I think Microsoft's got something really big up their sleeve this year. I just don't know what it is. And we'll we'll get into that in the next couple weeks when we make predictions for E3. But, we'll, uh, well, I don't know if it'll be VR or not. I, I don't think we it will. But We, we might have see. to do our
1: Predictions before the leaks come out because you know how these events go now. Oh, I, I know. Like before. the week,
0: the week before all the leaks are out, and it's just it's stupid. So, mm-hmm. all right. Lastly, for news this week, if you have dreams of having an Overwatch League team franchise, you ought to save your pennies because it's going to cost you the grand total of twenty million dollars to have a team franchise in the Overwatch League. Uh, Blizzard says there won't be any profit sharing until 2021, which means you won't make anything back for at least four years. And only then will there be profit sharing if the company's profitable. So, in comparison, League of Legends, the most popular online game, charges $1.8 million for team franchises.
1: So, my question is what would deem them profitable if they're getting $20 million a pop per franchise?
0: I think it's going to be the the actual competitive division. So this Overwatch League, if the Overwatch League is profitable in twenty twenty one, then they'll be profit sharing.
2: So really, it can't just be like one team. There's got to be like, I mean, how many teams do you need to like have uh, these league leagues and competitions? There's got oh, to be several going on. Quite a few. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm, at least four, I would think. But you I know there it's might more be.
0: Like, I think it's gotta be more like 16, Sixteen probably. 32. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but, you know, this that's
2: a lot for the U.S. to think about competitive gaming, but I
0: guarantee you that there will be, like, 10
2: Korean teams, South Korean teams, yeah. and then there will be some Chinese teams with some huge backers, mm-hmm. and then even some Japanese teams behind there, and maybe yeah, one or two, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just saying that, I mean, <laughs> Blizzard is, uh, well, uh, Overwatch is the number one, the number one country South Korea when it comes to Overwatch play, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I just, I just think the amount is staggering compared to what you see for other oh, games. Oh, it is. That's,
2: that's ridiculous.
0: With esports play, so, I, yeah. I mean, if if you're great at it, go for it, and hopefully in four years you'll make some money off of it if you're still on the team.
1: But if, yeah. if there's yeah.
2: not Overwatch two or there will you know, be a game that there sure. Overwatch. Oh, there, there will be. Sure yeah, be Overwatch you how
1: successful Overwatch yeah. was. Yeah. And, there's definitely Overwatch. I and they, think can, it'll be and they
0: continue to hit spikes in, like, like record highs in in player engagement. Like, oh, yeah. even after a year on the market. So, I, I have no doubt they will be in Overwatch too. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, I, I just hope this doesn't turn away quality players and quality teams. Because you like sure. to see competitive. Like, I, you know, I was talking to you guys before mm-hmm. the show. I, I enjoy watching the, uh, the Halo Championship, you know, series and watching that and you know these players are just freaking amazing Mm -hmm. and I hate some people be left out because of the the entry fees too high so well
3: maybe after they suck all those millions and millions and billions of dollars out of the players they'll make a fucking cartoon about themselves (laughs) that's a separate
0: joke for another time (laughs) alright alright anything else gentlemen Nope.
3: Nope. All right. right. Everybody's talkative. Survey says Uh, no. (laughs)
0: All right. That's going
3: to. We're you saying, well, that's it for the news. Well, I I was just checking
0: checking to see if anybody had anything else to throw in before we go. With that, everybody's going to do it for all of our news this week. Graham, let's turn it over to you. What can we get new in stores?
1: Well, we do have a triple, triple A title releasing next week. This title is the fighting game Injustice 2. This game will be releasing on the 16th and releasing on both Xbox One and the PS4. Now that I got that AAA title out of the way, let's move on to what else we'll be re- releasing next week. We have releasing on the 16th for PC, Xbox One, and PS4, The Surge. Also being released next week for PlayStation 4 only, we have Akaba's Beat, Farpoint, Bela, Latino, and all three titles will be released on the 16th, and on the 19th we'll see the PS4 release Portal Nights. Now for the Xbox side of things, we have some DLC releasing that will also be released on PC. This DLC is for Watch Dogs 2 and is titled No Compromise. Now this DLC will be downloadable on the 18th. Now for Xbox exclusives next week, we only have two, and those are Black and White Bushido and Tango Fiesta. These will both be released on the 17th. Now, let's move over to the Nintendo side for new releases next week. We have a Switch title as well as a couple 3DS titles. First off, for the Nintendo Switch, releasing on May 18th, we have Thumper. And for Nintendo 3DS, we have Cooking Mama, Sweet Shop, uh, which will be available on May 16th. And then we have Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadows of Vlientia. Or Valencia, sorry, being released on May 19th. So, with all that being released next week, it looks like we pretty much have something for everyone out there in the gaming world. So, let's Nintendo switch it on over to Mike, see what deals are available for us. Thank you for the click.
3: You guys need help. You really, really <laughs> need help. All right, ladies, and gentlemen, boys, girls of all ages. What we have free this month still is the Yana Sisters for Xbox One all the way to the end of the month. Coming up in a few days, we'll have Laura Croft available as well. Right now on 360, you've got Force Awakens 2. You can only get that to the 15th, and they stop it. I don't know why they don't keep the same schedule as the Xbox One, but they do not. And then Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, May 16th to the 31st. So make sure you get your grubby little hands on that. Uh, As far as PS4 goes, Tales from the Borderlands, Abzu, Blood Knights on the PS3, Port Royal 3, Pirates and Merchants on the PS3, Uh, Laser Disco Defenders, PS Vita, cross on PS4, and Typewriter, R-I-D-E-R, PS Vita, cross on PS4. Um, There is not much that stood out on the weekly deals on Xbox and uh, PS4, but uh, on PS4 you can get... uh, uh, alien isolation the complete 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 version for 1599 via the wow. yeah and if you just want the basic it's 1199 so um, I did not know that the new alien movie was coming out on Friday so um, yay I thought it wasn't coming out till next year I gotta go see that all right so we're gonna talk about what we got for deals with xbox one right now now if you just don't have sixty, seventy dollars, um, Xbox One, five hundred gigabyte, gaming console, recertified is one fifty nine ninety nine at Geek Deal via eBay, and that's recertified from Microsoft. Um, it's not an S, just a regular one. You know, I mean, you know, if you want to, you need to be a little frugal and stuff like that. Then you know, there it is. Um, Mad Max, um, physical. $11.19 GCU via Best Buy. Here we go again. Now, if you guys have not yet jumped on the 4 terabyte external USB 3.0 portable hard drive that's been put out by Western Digital, it is now again ninety nine ninety nine via Best Buy. And I can vouch for Western Digital because I worked for them in California. I've seen the engineering departments. I've seen um, where, where the hard drives get put together. And everything is. Good. They are not a crap company. They are right up there with Seagate. And if you're going to get something, this is definitely the one to jump on. Um, for everybody who doesn't know, Seasons came out on Diablo 3. So that adds a little bit more depth to the game. And the Ultimate Evil Edition physical is 24.99 on Microsoft Store right now. So if you haven't gotten it yet, now is definitely the time to get it, especially if you're still hung on uh, the physical version. OK. OK. Now, with that being said, uh, Metal Earth uh, Shadow of Mordor is $11.99 via the Microsoft Store as well. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to throw out there from Microsoft. Oh, yeah. The Dirt 4 Day 1 Edition pre-order on Amazon is already $45.72. So if you're going to get it, you might as well get it from Amazon. It shows up the same day as release. You know. Oh, well, what? wait. There's one more. LEGO Star Wars The Force Awakens Deluxe Edition plus Metal Metal Gear Solid. Phantom Pain, both games for $24.99 Newegg right now.
1: That's a good um, deal.
3: Yeah, there's a bunch of jokes, jokes uh. going around that, that Newegg's just trying to get rid of copies of Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, but, you know, whatevs. So we're going to jump over to the, the PlayStation deals right now. There are a few of them. Um, let's see here um, PlayStation VR headsets 369 at Newegg right now, um, PS4 Slim. 500 gigabyte console, Call of Duty Inf- Infinite Warfare bundle is $219.99 at Newegg via eBay right now. Um, there was one more other one. Oh, the Uncharted collections, a whole whopping $9.99 right now. So, uh, and that's on Fries.com. Fries is basically on the West Coast. Uh, it's not. It's not the food chain either. All right, and as far as Nintendo goes, there wasn't a lot on there, but Graham came across one that's really good. So, Graham, why don't you let everybody know about it?
1: Sure. Now, providing this is still in stock, which this is, I got this pretty early, but it could go fast because it's a really good deal. We have Nintendo Switch with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Zelda Breath of the Wild with the expansion, has Been Heroes, and Shovel Knight. For the price of four eighty four ninety nine, and that's at GameStop. Right. And there is
3: there is an alternative to that, and
1: just so you guys know,
3: Graham looked it up right before we started recording this, about about an hour ago, and it was still available on the website. Yes. So there is another one: um, Nintendo Switch with three games and an and an amiibo kit comes with a neon blue and red Joy-Con. Um, there are four different amiibos. I don't know what they are offhand. Um, comes with Mario Kart 8, Zelda, and Bomberman. So if that sounds better to you, it's $559.95 on GameStop as well. And that's pretty much going to do it for me. So go ahead, Ty.
1: All you.
0: All right. Thank you. Let's go into what we've been playing this week. Say so who wants to go first?
1: I'll go first. Seeing right. I rarely go first. I've all been time, playing some NHL 17. We didn't play a lot of games, but we played a few games. Mm-hmm. Got some wins in. And also, for the first time, I got in on Darksiders. I've hearing a lot of yeah. talk about Darksiders. And one guy we play NHL 17 kept ranting and raving about it. So I figured mm-hmm. I'd give it a try. And I will say this much. If you are a fan of God of War, then Darksiders... It's got so much God of War to it. It's probably a little more cartoony, I guess, if that's the word. Yeah, it is. But you even start out with like all of the, like, your weapons fully upgraded, and then you lose it, and you gotta like work and build your way up. So it just screams God of War. But it's been a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I played a little bit of Fallout Four. Tried it in a hardcore mode. Uh, now that I've been a little smarter and like realizing you got to work on really upgrading your guns and play it differently on survival, I've been getting a little more uh, progressive in that one. And I also played some more Halo 5, which mm-hmm. as a shooter, that game is great. I've been having lots of fun, been playing with uh, two other people, looking for a fourth member. If anybody's out there wants to join up, mm-hmm. let us know. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much wrapped up my gaming week. How about you guys? Why don't you guys go ahead? I'm gonna go last.
3: Okay, you can right. go ahead.
1: Yeah, so
2: <laughs> I haven't played a lot. Uh, I've been I put in a few more chapters into Guardians of the Galaxy. I think I'm on like chapter four uh, in that uh, first Guardians of the Galaxy from Telltale. Uh, I went ahead and played Battlefield Hardline, which I never played Battlefield Hardline before since it was on EA Access. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't, how do you guys feel about that game? Because you know, I I didn't have a lot of issues with it. I, I mean, I really it wasn't like the greatest that. game.
0: I really like the campaign a lot, and that's what I played. I was a little, um, I was a little unimpressed with the multiplayer just because of the resolution of the game. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So that that was me, but I actually very much enjoyed the campaign.
2: I I enjoyed the campaign; didn't have many issues with it. I mean, it was was a little bit dull, but I mean, Battlefield uh, really their campaigns haven't been too great. Uh, But I enjoyed it; I I beat it and uh, had some fun with it. I played a little bit of Diablo. Uh, I played Late Shift.
3: Did you? How do you like it?
2: So, I want to say, Tyler, thank you for suggesting mm-hmm. that game, because uh, I got it for... It was $12 on the Xbox store.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it did not take too long to download and install, and I actually played it like right after the podcast last week. Uh, it took about two hours, an hour and a yeah. half, two hours, to beat the first playthrough, and it, it is a very enjoyable game. It I is. mean, it has... It is a... It, it, it's... You would think that, like, oh, it's a, uh, you know, a. Uh, how would you consider it? Is it like FMV? It's just a full. It's a full-on movie. It's a yeah. full-on movie. The decisions that you make, you know, alter the story. And yeah. uh, my my girlfriend actually enjoyed it because I like stopped playing, and she's like, "Are you gonna finish that game tonight? Because I want to see what happens." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a great story. And then I, I played her around a couple of days later uh, after the first playthrough, and I completely changed my decisions and c- yeah. totally different ending. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the first round, it, it ended a lot quicker. I think I beat the second play yeah, in, like, an hour.
0: I did, too. Uh, my my second one was much faster.
2: Yeah, because, you know, the, the first time around, I was more careful with my decisions. And I was mm-hmm. being a little bit more empathetic and, you know, more caring about my decisions. The next go-around, I was just like, fuck it. You know, and I just <laughs> went in and, uh, uh you know, like, a lot of things happened to a lot of people in there. And it ends a lot quicker. So, uh, not trying not to give away the story, but I, I think this is a very uh, unappreciated title. Like, I, I want to get out there. I want to get out there and just be like, "Hey, guys, if you want a good indie indie game for like less than fifteen dollars, like this this game is a really good game." Um, you know, I had a few bugs like in between sequences. Like it would when you make the decision, they have to load up like yeah. responses. So yeah, it gets a little bit buggy, but it's not it's not game breaking or anything. And no, you would think I'm... that the the production the production in this the movie the way they filmed it and everything is not a cheap production you would no. think that oh like a uh, cheap production company no no good uh, shots no good not good acting but it is actually good acting with good voice actors and also um, you know pretty decent uh, camera shots and direction and production yeah. so I thoroughly enjoyed it
0: yeah and I stumbled upon this game by accident and I just purchased it on a whim and I played it, and I was like this is really good so I'm glad you guys enjoy it um, Mike I know you enjoyed it too right yeah, yeah I'm
3: just glad I don't have selective Alzheimer's two of the four of us yeah
0: so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah the yeah, I, I played a second time through and I are you, are you good Eugene am I is it my uh, turn uh, go ahead go I ahead. also
2: want to say that uh, I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy movie this weekend it was, it was ah. really good so go see that movie
0: cool right, the third so, person
1: I know have watched that now
0: yep yeah. So, all the next, I also played Late Shift, um, did a second playthrough, and uh, had a completely different ending in a completely different place uh, Mm. than the first ending that I had, and I did kind of the same way Eugene was saying, I made very different choices than I made in the first game, and the first game I was much more thoughtful about, you know, how can I get out of this without, you know, hurting anyone or whatever, and a certain ending come about, and then the second one I was kind of like, I'm just going to be a total, like, Selfish dick. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. got an entirely different ending. So, um, really cool game. I uh, Recommend it to anybody out there. Still, I think it, even at full price, it's fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth it for so that. That's strange.
1: Well, okay, never mind. Sorry, yeah, I was just looking. I'm, here. I'm looking at right now. Yeah, twelve forty nine. I'm looking at right now. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's system. what I get it for. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, totally worth it. And there's seven different endings in the game, and there's a bunch of achievements you can get along the way for making different decisions right. at different times. So, And there's a 180
1: decisions. Yep. So it seems like it's oh, got yeah. a lot to
0: it. Yeah, you're making decisions constantly in this game. It's not like you make a decision and then watch, like, 10 minutes of video and then make another one. You're making constant decisions about what to say, what to do in this game. Ooh. So very, it, very cool there. You know-
3: yeah. And just to interject real quick, it's funny that that Eugene mentions that his girlfriend really was interested in it, because if he, if he, you know you have I date the girls I've dated are just like me, you know, as far as, as far as video games go. But I guarantee if you put this one in front of him in front of them and said, "Here, try this," they would enjoy the hell out of it because yeah, it's basically a movie, a movie they're controlling. Yeah, you know. So, anybody who hates video games, I mean, you know, you go, here, give this a little bit of a shot. You know, you like movies? Yeah, I like movies. Okay. Here, try this.
0: Yeah, and, and no. like Eugene was saying, the production is good. Like, yeah. the actors are actually pretty solid. They're not, like, super A-list yeah. actors, but they're solid. <laughs> no. And, no, And but the, but the, the you production value is good, though. Yeah, I mean,
3: yeah, I mean they, they can act. It's good
0: enough yeah. to immerse you in the story. So, yeah, and I
2: mean, the, the plot, there is, like, a lot of plot holes in the oh, story, sure. but... Like, uh, but I mean, it's a game. And,
0: yeah, like,
2: yeah. It, it's cool that the one thing I do like about it—I don't mean to go on and on about this game—but mm-hmm. I, I really want to get out there and just let people know that this exists and and to, to give it a shot. Um, like, you don't know what decisions because sometimes you think it's like a huge decision, like and it's going to yeah. completely change the game around. But really, that decision it might just add on like an extra dialogue scene. Then it'll have you like uh, resubmit yep. another you know, uh, direction. So, uh, in, in the second playthrough, like I said, like I thought I made like a very small decision, but it completely changed the outcome. What happened to my character and what happened to other characters. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I, I want to go back and like play around with it to see how do I get those other five endings and how do I unlock uh, those extra chapters and extra decisions that you can make
1: for sure. All right. All right. All right. You convince yeah. me to download it. I just awesome. Do, do it. Graham's got too.
2: Do it.
0: Uh, it. no, it's good. You'll <laughs> enjoy it. Graham. You'll enjoy it. Um. All right, so on top of uh, Late Shift, I played a little bit of Prey and uh, kind of enjoying it, but I streamed it over the weekend and, like, I was chatting with uh, Steve Wiseman in our community while I was playing it, and I was kind of at a frustrating point in the game because ammo's a little limited in the game, and, uh, you know, there are points where it can get really frustrating if you don't do everything exactly right. And he's like, I'm going to quit this game by now. But Yeah, uh, it's
2: uh, it got some pretty... Poor reviews.
0: It, it did on, on console, but on PC, the reviews were totally different. That the, the, game, the game is significantly, from from all, you know, accounts, the game is significantly better on PC than it is on console. See, so, I heard,
2: I, I thought know. I heard How? it also, where it's like game I
0: breaking on PC. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm just saying that the PC version, not since they've done the patches anyway, is significantly better, but... In terms of gameplay, and that, that sounds like a
3: that sounds like a PC Master Race thing.
0: No, I mean i I've actually, you know, off of reputable there's
3: literally can't be any difference in the story. No, no, no. no. I'm saying in terms, in, terms of, in terms of
0: in terms of like smoothness of the gameplay, and like frame rate and stuff like that. That's all I'm talking yeah. about. It's not like the story's any different, or there's additional chapters or anything like that. But
3: um, I haven't noticed, I haven't seen, noticed anything. Yeah. Um,
0: I know you played it longer than I have, and we'll get you know. I'm sure you'll talk about yeah. it here in a sec. But uh, uh, played some NHL. Uh, played Halo Five online. Um, you know. And yes, we I, did. I am going to give Steve Weissman a little credit here because he uh, he plays with us, and he's a good Halo player.
1: I'll back you up on that one. Yeah, yep. he's a
0: good Halo player online, and yeah, uh, you know, it's fun playing with him and getting out there and uh, getting into. Uh, the arena, and doing either um, uh, Slayer or we play a little bit of Breakout, too. So, uh, definitely enjoying that. We'll be doing some more of that. And uh, lastly, I played a little bit of a game called Little Nightmares, which is a platformer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I haven't played a ton of it yet, but from what I've played, I really enjoy it. It's, uh, It's a platformer in the same... You know, Spirit is like your unravels and your game and inside and games like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I love games like that, and I, I totally plan on finishing that game. So that's what I've been playing this week. Mike, we'll go to you last. What have you been playing?
3: Well, for starters, I've been playing Prey, and a lot of Prey, because I mm-hmm. really like the game. Um, I haven't really noticed any gameplay issues, like uh, um, I guess I'm not looking for it, like frame rate issues and stuff like that. I am um, pretty. I think I'm getting pretty damn far in it because I, I, there, there are two different forks in the road and I'm not going to say what it means. It doesn't necessarily mean it's story, so let's not even start, you know, trying to figure it out. Um, and uh, I'm almost to one of the forks. So, and I already am past one of the other forks and I have to make decisions and I just haven't done it. I've just sort of just... Gone, gone on with the game um, I like it um, I'm 10 hours 30, 33 minutes in there and I scour everything for all the codes I don't really look them up online there was only one I looked up online because I couldn't understand why I couldn't get into it you know going past uh, two areas you know and not finding any kind of entry to get into the place um, I, what I like about that game is there are far more than one way to skin a cat As far as getting in a room or, uh, yeah, you know, um, opening up something that's locked, you know, whatever it may be. You know, you just got to use your brain, look around, you know, use your environment. And there are so many different things that you can do to get the same outcome, you know. So it's not just, oh, Jesus, I can't unlock that, so I need to up this skill. No, you don't really, because you can do it another way. Um, And so... I enjoy the hell out of Prey, and I'm pretty sure I'm probably about four hours from finishing it. And let's see here. I've been playing NHL 17, too. Um, not much to report on that besides, you know, same shit, different day. Um, <clears throat> one thing I do want to talk about, though, is I have started to play online poker again. Um, for, you, for those of you who do not know, I started playing in 2005. I... Um, online and live. I was in Southern California most of my life, so I had three um, poker rooms right near me. I had bicycle commerce in Hawaiian gardens. Um, <clears throat> uh, it, was it 2011? Yeah, April 15, 2011, the Department of Justice cut all abilities for poker stars and full-tail poker to host um, United States. So online poker went down the tube. And it kind of recovered a little bit, maybe like thirty, forty percent, maybe. I mean, and I'm being generous. But uh, um, I started playing again, and I've decided that I'm going to do a challenge like one of the other guys on Twitch have done, where they took a hundred dollars and went to ten thousand um, dollars. I'm probably going to start out with more money than that because that's just that's just too low for where I want to start. Um, he is now at fourteen k, and it only took like. Four months or so, and it's very doable. But you know, then again, I have played over 1.7 million hands, you know, online. So it, 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 I have a lot, and I know the math, and I've been playing for a long time. So I have the experience and the knowledge and how to do it. So I'm going to be streaming that. And I'm going to be getting a, a template up, and I'm going to be getting the bots up. And starting June 1st, I'm going to do that challenge. And I'm hoping by the end of the summer, I will hit my goal. And uh, probably just cash out from there, and you know do something with the money. But uh, you know it's going to be hard because the, the the environment at this point is a lot tougher than it was before. You know, um, no limit hold'em has been pretty much solved, pretty much, um, and you can just see you can just see the patterns over and over and over again. You know, ranges all you know just all kinds of stuff but i'm going to be playing omaha which is four cards and it's a lot more gambly and it's a lot more fun to watch and so you know we'll see we'll see so i'll be streaming that on the third sum gaming account you know pretty much all summer um probably six to eight hours a day and hopefully you know make some money
0: cool all right so let's move into discussion and we do have a couple questions this week. Uh, first one, and uh, I'll read the first one, then turn it over to Eugene. First one comes from Alex Sullivan, and his question is: What was your favorite Connect moment? Now that it's basically done.
2: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Connect? Moment? I guess we don't want to answer this question. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! The fact that I say. I don't even know what, I don't even know it said commands has been so long. And you you can turn on your TV, turn on your console and it turns your TV on.
3: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> That's probably my favorite Kinect. Oh, I
3: can I can answer this one. This one was great. Um this dude had a um, another cam set up. Of course this was a joke, right? So you know how you go into the the diagnos diagnostics of the connect and it'll show you where it's scanning and you know, the stuff behind you is kind of like a blur and it's black and white and you know, stuff like stuff like that. Well, one guy was doing it and started messing around and you could see the back of the background, you know, in his apartment sort of like fading in, fading out a little bit like there was some interference or something. And then all of a sudden the girl from the fucking ring shows up behind him. You know?
0: Hmm.
3: That was that was a pretty funny one. And then his his feed cuts.
0: Hmm.
3: No, no nobody gets nobody thinks that's pretty cool.
0: No, it, it is. I just never, I haven't seen it. So, I think it would yeah, be Yeah, it's, it's got to be out song. there on
3: YouTube. This was a few years ago. So, okay, yeah, would, um, that would freak you else? out. Yeah, I guess turning on the TV. Yeah. Nice. I,
2: I think my uh, my first memory with the Kinect, I, I waited in line at midnight for the Kinect because I was just so excited about it back in. 2010 wow. or whenever it was. it's actually regret <laughs> yeah very so like this was back in the day like when rock band and guitar hero were kind of big so uh, this is when i live in an apartment with a uh, couple of roommates and i'm like hey I'm, I'm gonna get connect tonight i'm gonna wait in line at midnight at walmart and i think i paid like 150 dollars for it uh and then i bought a couple of games it came with what game did it come with um was it connect adventures I was going to say Connect Sports, but I don't know. Connect Sport. It, it, it was Connect Sports. So it came with Connect Sports. And I remember texting my roommate because I, I live with a guy and a girl. Uh, and I'm like, so what game do you want? I'm like, there's Connect Adventures, and there's like, I think there's like that animal game where you could pet the animals, that horrific E3 where oh, I <laughs> you, know, you had the animals that. and everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then there was, uh, I think it was like Dance Central or something. Uh, and I'm like, what game do we want? and we decided on Connect Adventures, Uh, and I I don't think I got another game that night. I think that was the only game I bought. We played it for about uh, a day or two, and then I packed it away back inside the box, and it's still inside the box, so I I don't have any friendly memories, other than I remember we had to totally readjust the living room to, to just set it up, and every time that we played it for the next couple of days, like we had to reset the living room back because you needed a ridiculous amount of space for that first connect. Um, I mean, so much that they had to uh, like add peripherals like a zoom lens and things like that to make it work in smaller living rooms. So uh, I did not enjoy the connect, and I didn't use the voice commands a whole lot. That was yeah, my, speak,
1: those are my connect memories. Speaking of voice commands, and this is not a great experience. This is a terrible experience. Is we we're talking about playing NHL or whatever, we'd be playing online, and I'd be like, "Nice pass!" And then Xbox menu would pop up, and then my controller I couldn't control my guy, and then I'd be swearing and yelling at Xbox. Mm-hmm. So, that's probably my not fondest, but my strongest memories of Connect.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, mine will break into two different segments. So the the original Connect, honestly, my favorite connect moment was unplugging it and putting it away um (laughs) yeah it's just like i was excited for a few different things with it and i thought it was gonna be this awesome technology and you get connect sports and it's so inaccurate Mm -hmm. and then you play games like um i'm always kind of a sucker for those like game show type games like your jeopardy's or your like price is right Mm -hmm. and that was a connect game wheel of fortune was a connect game and it was so awful trying to play these games. It made me hate it. And there's no way to play with just the controller. So it sucked. <laughs> so, uh, that was my favorite with the 1.0, the 2.0. I actually did like being able to navigate through, uh, you know, TV back to games. Turn the TV on, uh, back to cable, things like that. I like being able to navigate that way. Although I'm sure you sound a little weird, like, whenever you're yelling at the thing. Mm-hmm. But actually like being able to do that that was kind of cool and but as far as gameplay goes it had like zero you know positive uh influence on What they
1: rise it? where it, you've you've fired the no i forget what it was <laughs> the no. catapult or something no yeah no
3: so hmm. that, that's it for me
2: it was the future of gaming
3: just a <laughs> fact yeah. um when Connect was actually being supported, it was starting to be implemented into the medical field, um, mm-hmm. something in the surgery de- surgery department or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't a complete waste, but no, but you it,
0: it, it also, you're right though. Like, and that's a good, really good point. It did like body scans and stuff like that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so it was used a lot in the medical field. You're right.
1: What was the project name for that?
0: um project uh natal Durang- or something. no natal. it was natal yep. yeah yeah project natal yep. i want to say durango but i think that was the 360 that was the 360 it? yeah yeah that's a dodge so, yeah all right uh eugene what do we have from facebook this week all right so our first question comes from
2: dylan anderson he has a two-part question so the first question coming from a guy Whose whole career future will hopefully include SWAT, SRT. Did you guys see the trailer for Ready or Not? And if so, are you excited for a non-triple A franchise suit shooter? Now, have you guys heard about
3: this game, Ready or Not? No, I have not heard about. it I have it. not either. Huh?
0: No, I haven't. So that make sure, I'll make sure we look at it by next week. But yeah, are you no, making I up games, Dylan? I mean, if cool you game? wanna.
2: Yeah, I, I haven't heard about this. If Mike or you—if one of you guys want to like pull it up real quick, I can read the yeah. second part of the question and you know, kind of give your ID on it. No, because be I'd actually like
3: to take longer than sixty seconds to read it. So we will actually yeah. put that question up next week after we get a chance to look it. at it. Yeah, yeah,
2: we'll so, talk about it next week. Sorry, Dylan, we didn't do our research before uh, we <laughs> yeah. read this question. So we'll we'll get back to you next week. We'll remember. All right. So would you guys prefer for FPS to go more realistic or tactical approaches? Uh, except for the Halos and the Gears-type shooters uh, like Rainbow Six Siege did or what Metal of Honor Warfighter attempted to do with breaching clears and situations, or will the run-and-gun situation stay ahead forever with how cool,
3: uh, how COD and Battlefield have done? Neither. I like what Player Unknown has done with their system. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it on Twitch or not, uh-huh. but basically it's the large-scale shooter and as people die or time goes on, the the battleground gets smaller and smaller and smaller. There's 4v1, you know, um, where you have to take on an entire squad, but, you know, um, that that's the kind of... That's the way I'd like to see... Uh, I'd like to get a shooter on the Xbox-like player, and um, I, I would much rather go in that direction than either one of those directions. Okay. Hmm.
2: I uh, mean... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I, me, personally, I, I like the more run-and-gun style. Uh, I actually never really got into the Tom Clancy games, especially like Rainbow Six, because those games are difficult to play, uh, especially like anything beyond your normal difficulty, because basically if you got shot one time, like in Rainbow Six Vegas or Vegas 2, um, one-shot one kills almost, basically. So you had to... I, I'm not a stealthy-type gamer um, to where you have to use a lot of stealth and actually think about uh the moves that you make uh I, I'm more of the running gun type so uh I like a good mix. I think we have a good mix right now but I think we've gone too much uh trying to copy Halo or or you know Call of Duty going into the futuristic realm with jetpacks and stuff so mm-hmm. I kind of do want to get away from that and go to more you know the stylized World War ii So we'll see how World War ii comes
3: out. Yeah. Well I guess if, if if it has to be between the two, I would go with more tactical because I'm more of a thinker than a. I'm not. I, I just
2: like going out there and making those noises. There's uh,
3: <laughs> there's uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of it, but on the PC, there was once upon a time it was a game called World War Two Online, and you had a starting point. Everybody jumped into a you know a um, jeep or whatever it may be, and you know that you could see that the town was being taken over by the Germans or the British, whoever you were. Um, and so you'd have to sneak up to the town, but if you got hit and it wasn't in a vital place, then, you know, you started to bleed out and everything like that. You needed the medic to patch you up because if you didn't have a medic and you bled out and died. And if you got hit in the head or straight in the middle of the chest, then, you know, you were done at that point. And that appealed to me because that, that took a lot of, you know, thinking and preparation and just strategy. So that, I guess I would lean more towards tactical for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, for me, I definitely enjoy the games like your Halos and Battlefields more. But I think the biggest reason I haven't enjoyed games like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, etc. is because just a lack of four people to play with constantly and be able to communicate and, and kind of build that you know knowledge of where everybody's going to be and how everybody's going to play. And I can tell you just from playing Halo this week with just three people out of four and communicating constantly is so much more fun and it's much more effective and we've been winning a lot more than we lose so that's, you know, a, to me a lot better I think there needs to be balance though I think you can't go all one way or the other um, there's the run and shooters for the people who like those games and there's the people who like the tactical games And but uh, but I think there's a place for both and it's just a different experience so I think people who like shooters can play both and enjoy both
2: yeah, yeah, I think that's a good good point. Did yeah. you guys ever play SOCOM back in the day?
3: Mm-mm. No,
2: no. I love SOCOM. It was is kind like like that as PS2, you know, one of the very first PS2 online games. And uh, was a huge it, it relied. Exclusive. Oh yeah, it 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 bigly uh, relied on <laughs> uh, people communicating. Did you say big online. league or bigly? It did bigly. It bigly. It was very bigly back in the day. All right. So next question from Stephen Wiseman. Uh, I think this is his first time writing in. Stephen Wiseman, (laughs) who makes who makes the best open world games to get lost in? And he also says, uh, by the way, (laughs) I I don't know what this means, but he said the Ducks one. So I don't know if you guys know what that means exactly. Like birds. Yeah,
3: Yeah, I do. But Captain Alzheimer's over here completely. I think uh, something
1: about. They got the worm.
2: Something about Duck Dynasty.
1: Yeah. Quack, <laughs> quack, quack,
2: quack. Yeah. All so. right. Anyway, well, who makes the best uh, open world games to so am
0: going to? Graham, I'm going to I'm gonna, Graham, I'm gonna let you go first. because I have no uh, idea what
1: you're going to say. yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the Fallout 4 podcast. Holy moly. Yes. The best. Even Prey. I have never played it, but it's probably probably amazing.
0: Okay. So, so Bethesda. Um, I'll, I'll go next real quick, just because I'm not a huge open world guy, but I have to agree with Graham. It's, it's Bethesda. Well, I was gonna
1: say too, I say it's not franchise, but Breath of the Wild, if they continue that tradition, then that will be my go to.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, I, I rat- will say this though. I will say Bethesda with honorable mention to Rockstar. Yeah. Because yep. I, I think uh I loved Red Dead Redemption, I loved call um not called Jesus, I'm Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Five. <laughs> So, um, although it kind of is, it's like Call of Duty and cars, but, but yeah, I I love those two games. So I'm really excited to see what they do with, uh, Red Dead 2. Yeah. Um, I mean, or three, whatever it is.
3: Whoever Ralph Costner is working for, in case you don't know, he is the brains behind Ultima Online and Star Wars Galaxies, both were massive successes and they were both obviously online and um, even UO to this day is still is still alive and um, he basically brought that whole that whole thing to the plate you know and everybody sort of just started to take pieces of what he did and made their own you know thing um, so yeah Ralph costner
0: mm-hmm. cool Eugene okay.
2: I, I just gotta. I'm gonna agree with you guys on Bethesda, with uh, especially with Skyrim and the Elder, all the Elder Scrolls, uh, and definitely Fallout. And just they they made the worlds immersive, and and I know a lot of people might say like World of uh, World of Warcraft, you know, but there really wasn't anything interesting about the world in World of Warcraft. It was just more about, uh, you know, just going around to different towns and uh, doing raids and stuff. Uh so I, I definitely think this I put a lot of time in just in wandering around the Skyrim and then wandering around the Fallout. Uh I didn't really get immersed in the world of Fallout Four as much as I did with Fallout Three in New Vegas. Fallout Three, yeah. Yeah, Fallout Three was definitely mind blowing whenever it first came out. Uh, I would say those and then I, I'm gonna agree with you, Graham, on Breath of the Wild that Breath of the Wild you can uh just from walking around and just trying to find the shrines and the Koroks, uh you can one hour can turn into eight hours easily with that just wandering around, so mm-hmm. and not doing anything specific. So,
0: mm-hmm. I do also want to throw out just kind of an honorable mention again and shout out to one developer, CD Project Red, for the no, world Witcher? they the, in, Oh yeah, in, yeah, in oh, yeah. yeah. Completely
1: forgot about um, that. Yeah, I forgot about that one too.
0: Yeah, that's an amazing open world game, and open world games aren't even my thing. But I, I can put that game in and realize that I'm playing something really good right now. So. Yeah. I bet oh, you couldn't
3: okay. even look at their database behind the scenes on that game without it shitting itself.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they do for a sequel, because I think we'll hear about it. Probably not this year, but next. And... Well,
1: and their new project, too, the Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, yeah, Cyberpunk 23 or whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: I'm, I'm hoping we see something on that this year. Like like some actual real like gameplay and stuff like that. So that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else, gentlemen? no sir right. so let's get out of here for this week Uh, I want to thank you so much for listening to episode number 48 I do want to remind you join our Facebook page at the 3rd Sun Gaming Podcast forums also forgot to mention this at the top of the show but please go on Twitch and follow us at uh, twitch.tv slash 3rd Sun Gaming again T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N Gaming that really helps us out we're trying to reach affiliate status there so please head on to Twitch and hit that follow button for our show Uh, for Mike for Graham and Eugene I am Tyler saying thank you so much for listening to episode number 48 we'll be back next week with episode 49 less than a month now from week 3 until then thank you so much for listening everybody have a great week and play some great games take care everyone see ya